0: We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today.
1: I'm so guilty of this, and I'm really working on this this year. But you know what I'm guilty of doing? I'm guilty of reading the Word and always kind of like in the back of my mind, like, okay, God, I'm reading this. I'm spending my time with you, but, whoa, that could be a good sermon. And, oh, yeah, um, that could be good. Oh, wait. And then all of a sudden, my meditating on the Word, my personal relationship with God becomes work.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Denise Hagen-Burns on her teaching, Deep Roots in God, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Denise for today's message
1: you know my mom the last couple of days she's been talking about that she's been talking about praise and worship music 24 7 you know and it's funny because you know how songs like get in your head and like you can't get them out well you know the song and i hadn't heard it in so many years that she's been having to sing you know I believe that something good is about to happen. Okay, that one. Yeah, it is a good song. Well, the problem is, is that it's stuck in my head. Okay. And the problem with it was, is that two nights ago, I, I don't know, I woke up about 2.30 in the morning and, um, I got up and I realized that I'm, really becoming like my dad and I was like, Oh Lord, why are you making me be like my dad? But um because I've been I've been not having a hard time sleeping. I lay down and go right to sleep. But I've been waking up. The Lord's been waking me up. Okay? And, you know, he wakes me up. And then I mean of course when you wake up at two thirty, like, I mean you have to go to the bathroom. Like if you would have been sleeping, you wouldn't have known that you had to go to the you have to go to the bathroom. So get up, do that. And all of a sudden, at 2.30 in the morning, I believe that something good's gonna happen starts rolling through my brain, all right? And brother, it could be any day. I'm like, what about sister? I'm like, oh, can sister, can it be any day? Um, Anyways, sorry. Um, and so I'm singing that and then I decided I need to go look out the window, see how the snow's doing, see if it's melted and, you know, and then I start praying. My, my dad is famous for this, like he roams all night long. All right. And he, he really does. I mean, he meditates on the word day and night. I found this out when I was a teenager, he scared the fire out of me one night at about two in the morning, I didn't know that he was a roamer at night meditating on the word day and night, like literally like, you know, in the middle of the night. And so um, he would get up and he would pray and he would, you know, roam around our house. Well, what I didn't know is that in him roaming around the house, oftentimes he would go up to my room, my brother's room, just pray quietly in the spirit. But I found it out one night I was about fourteen years old, and you know, I was. You know, when you're asleep, and then all of a sudden, you you kind of like get in this lighter sleep, and you feel like somebody's staring at you. <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of got that uh that feeling. And so I opened my eyes and I mean, it's dark. I opened my eyes and I see this man like looming over me and their hands are stretched out. Like they're just gonna grab me or something. And I was like, Aah! and I started screaming and you know, hitting and kicking. And my dad's like, baby, baby, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. And then I got really mad at him and I'm like, dad, what in the world are you doing? Stop being a creeper. I was really upset. And then I felt really bad because he like almost started to cry. And he's like, baby, I'm sorry. I was just praying for you. I was just praying for you. And I'm like, oh. And then I felt about this big. And I was like, okay, dad, but do you have to do it creepily in the middle of the night standing over my bed? So yeah. So now that's me. Okay. So I roam around our house at night praying. Um, but anyways, (laughs) all right. So, but meditating on the word day and night, like we need to take that literally. Okay. Not just, you know, figuratively, but literally meditate on it. You know, and praise and worship is a great way to do that. Always having a song in your heart. All right. Reading this word. Reading this word and really letting it change you. You know, um, a lot of us in here are ministers or we're in ministry. And, you know, I'm so guilty of this. And I'm really working on this this year. But you know what I'm guilty of doing? I'm guilty of reading the word and always kind of like in the back of my mind like okay God I'm reading this I'm spending my time with you but oh that could be a good sermon and oh yeah um, that could be good oh wait and then all of a sudden my meditating on the word my personal relationship with God becomes work okay it becomes preparing for a sermon And it no longer, when you're preparing for a sermon, of course, you're getting the word in you, but it's not your personal relationship with the Lord. And, you know, have you ever heard of ministers like getting in, you know, just like sin and moral failure and things like that? And you're like, what in the world? Like they're, they're, they're a pastor, they're a minister. They get up and they, they tell people how to live for the Lord. Well, you know why that happens? it's because they fail to keep their personal relationship strong. Even though you're in in ministry and a minister and you're up here, you have to maintain that personal relationship with God where you're not constantly looking for the next sermon, for the next word. Sometimes things as ministers, sometimes things between you and God, they need to stay between you and God. It needs to be your own personal relationship. And I'm so guilty of that. God will speak something to me. And I I I try, I'm like, okay, God, but yeah, this is really good. If it ministers to me, like, can I go ahead and like say that to other people? And he's like, no, that's just you and I. That's just between you and I. And so meditating on this, I have been more purposeful in just reading the word to let God minister to me. You know what else I'm guilty of a lot? When I'm going through a situation, I'm like, oh, I need to find a scripture for that. And not that that's bad. We need to, we need to stand on scriptures. But if that's all we're doing and we're never just letting God talk to us about what he wants to talk to us about, that's where the problem comes in. Turn over to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Let's read this over here. 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. There's a lot in those couple of scriptures right there, you know? And so, you know, the Lord uses his word to teach us and to show us and correct us. But sometimes when we're looking for specific scriptures on specific things, we don't allow the word to teach us and to correct us, right? And so I've been trying to be more purposeful about saying, hey, God, I'm gonna come to your word. I'm gonna meditate on your word with no agenda, okay? I'm not trying to look for scriptures on peace or on you know, joy or this, I'm not looking for a sermon. I'm just gonna come to your word and I'm just gonna spend time with you, no agenda, whatever you want to speak to me through your word. Do you know that that this is the number one way that God speaks to you? Number one way, okay? So if you want God to speak to you more, right here, okay? You come to him and say, God, no agenda. What do you have for me today? And you start reading his word and you start listening down on the inside and he's gonna talk to you every single time because this word is alive and powerful and you cannot read his word without coming away changed without coming away refreshed. This is how our roots get watered. When our roots are deep, we get watered by this. And you may say, well, like, Denise, what do you read? Do you just like, and whatever flops open? Okay, now I'm not gonna lie, I used to do that when I was a teenager, all right? I didn't really know what to read in God's word, so I'd be like, okay, God, whatever you want me to read, and I would go, and whatever page it popped open to, I would read. You know. Not even worked through that because there would always be something good on the page that I needed. All right, but I've grown a little bit since then. But, you know, I really, I I just read, I kind of take what my grandfather used to say. Um, so I'll, I mainly live in the epistles, okay? The letters that um, are to the church, you know, because we are the church and that's where we live. So that's what I read, you know, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philippians happens to be my favorite book, um, you know, Colossians, all of that. And then I always read the gospels through at least one time a year and then I like to read the book of Acts through one time a year as well, because Acts is like a big history lesson. If you like history, you're going to love the book of Acts. It's all about the history of how the church started. It's really interesting, right? And then I always like to read in the Gospels because that's the life of Jesus, and we're supposed to model after him.
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's Legacy Bible. Some of the features of this Bible include a collection of 26 lessons on faith, giant King James text, all bound in black genuine leather, Next is the three-CD series, Jesus is Coming Again, from Kenneth E. Hagen. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagen's slimline book, The Life of Obedience. All these items are at the special discounted price of $130. Call toll-free faith 99 Again, call toll-free faith 99 We always love to hear from our listeners. So write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
2: I want to thank all of you. As I say many, many times, our word partners. And then somebody said, well, what's a word partner? Well, a word partner is somebody who prays for us regularly sends in an offering whatever you can afford to send in at least one time a month and these this partnership helps to keep this television broadcast on but it also helps to provide part of the tuition for rhema bible college students their tuition only pays thirty percent the rest of it comes from our Word partners. And we just want to thank you. And the reason we say what we say is because these Rhema Bible College graduates are all over the world teaching the Word. And it's because of you that you're helping us.
0: Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Denise Hagen-Burn's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.